Hello and welcome back to Comics Relaunched. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been nearly a month. How are you doing? Did you cl- do your homework, clean your teeth in that time? No? Maybe? We don't know. Anyway, Aaron Fowler here, along with uh, the sniggering Jake Archer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> it's been... Comic-Con's been and gone. Yeah, well, yeah. San Diego Comic-Con's been and gone. You've had... Comic-Con, we've had Suicide Squad, we've had Killing Joke, we've had Telltale's Batman, all three we're Star Trek about Beyond. Star Trek Beyond. Uh, Finding Dory, I haven't seen that yet. Yeah. Though. BFG. BFG. Peach Dragon's out today, The Shallows is out today. I want to see The Shallows, The Shallows look good, man. Peach Dragon looks okay. Peach Dragon's getting really good reviews. Yeah, the trailer looked pretty solid. It's like, of all the D- Disney remakes that we're getting, it's like, really? Peach Dragon? <laughs> but... Yeah, it was a weird one out of their field. And like, I didn't know about it until like a month ago when they released the first trailer. <laughs> but, I think I knew, right. I, I knew it when I was looking through all the films of this year. I thought, really? Peach Dragon's getting a remake? Mm. That's new. But yeah, but before we get into the into comics and everything, I wanted the anecdote of the day. Go for Completely it. unrelated, but it's fun. I was working today, right? And I made the mightiest sandwich of all time. Right. Of all time. It had 12 fillings. What? So, we took a slice of white bread. Uh, okay, okay. I'm not counting the butter as a filling, by the way. No, no. But, we but, butter it up. Butter's there for, that's for lubricant. We butter it up. We got a rocket. We got right. cucumber. Okay. We got tomato. Right. We had ham. We had cheese. I know, that was just going to be my sandwich. I put it. I put another slice of bread on top. Right. Then thought, nah, mate, we're doubling this up. So I'm counting that oh. slice of bread as a filling. We buttered the top of that. Oh. Then we had smoked cheese. Right. Uh, chicken. Bacon. Are we talking slice or are we talking actual bits? Chick- uh, it's like sliced chicken. Okay. Okay. Uh. Bacon. Right. Mozzarella. So we've gone for three cheeses. Three right cheeses. Now. Uh, what else do we put in there? Put a bit of barbecue sauce in there. Right. Uh, and what else? There was something else in there. Chorizo. That was it. Oh, my days. And then a sandwich on top. And then, do you know what I realised I, I missed? What? I was devastated. Devastated I was that I missed this. I didn't put any chips in it. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't put any chips in it. I could have put sausage in it as well, but... Well, you kind of got one with chorizo, but... <sighs> but, mate, I was so stuffed afterwards. <laughs> I'm not surprised. That's, that is, like, two people's different sandwich in one go. <laughs> there is a picture of me, of me just biting on this sandwich. Just... <laughs> that it was amazing. It was bonkers. amazing. I thought we'd start with a nice, fun anecdote before we jump into... Some good news, some bad news, some mediocre news, and some why news. Well, it's one of those ones that, you know, we want to share some stuff with people. Yeah. It's the best place to do it. Internet needs to Oh, know. I love Duh. the internet, me. Eh, so I'm pissed for it. So our bits could go back to the Stone Age. Anyway, so what we've been reading, this is our regular segment. What yep. we've been reading. Not a lot in my house. <laughs> um, a f- Fair bit, to be honest with me. Got, what did I catch up with? I caught up with something. I caught up with uh, most of the Rebirth titles. 
Yes. So I read Suicide Squad. That was good. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the film. <laughs> no, that's exactly what I was expecting. Um, I read the first issue of Harley Quinn, and that was bollocks. Because it was what like, you like the first few pages were brilliant. Because it was like Harley and Ivy hanging out in a spa. I was like, oh, this is fun. And then it was, she became Deadpool. Harley got up on a stage and seemed to be talking to the audience about oh. how this is everything I did in my last series. And it was like, nope. Oh, I couldn't even finish the issue. I was like, nope, nope, nope. Yeah, nope, when nope. you start explaining what you ha- what happened before, mm. no thank you. Caught up with Batman. Batman's pretty solid. Detective Comics, very solid. Um, what else did I catch up with? Hal Jordan, very good. Very yeah. good. Green Lanterns is, is, is not as good, but it's still quite good. It's picking up again with the latest issue. But Batgirl and the Birds of Prey was okay. I'm surprised you gave it an okay. Mainly because Black Canary was there. Yeah. <laughs> Batgirl herself? Nah, I'm out. I went back in because I thought, oh, Raphael Albuquerque's on art. I went back out again straight afterwards because yeah, it was just continuing what they've been doing and nope. Uh, what else? Rebirth wise, uh, Green Arrow has been amazing. Oh yeah, Superman has been has blown me away. But I th- we just need to have a moment to tribute our fallen soldier. Big spoilers. K-Dog. Crypto, the Superdog, has fallen. Pour one out for your brother, K Dog. <laughs> we're gonna pour. We're gonna go out and pour a forty on the curb in a bit. Yeah. <sighs> Crypto. K Dog needs it. You can't you can't kill off crypto. Like that's Kill off Streaky. Yeah, bring Streaky back, because he doesn't actually exist in this universe, I don't think. Or Comet. Kill off Comet. The yeah. centaur that was turned into a full horse and then Supergirl rides through the sky. <sighs> Man, Superman comics are weird. <laughs> um They haven't really changed. No, they're a bit yeah, they're well, they're going back to it now. <laughs> Um, yeah, I haven't read Superwoman. I know um, the big twist, which we'll talk about in a bit. I'm I'm a bit why I am going to read it, but when I okay. opened it, there were spoilers for Action Comics, and I haven't read Action Comics yet. I was like, ah, so you mean now. Yeah, I just need to stop because I haven't picked up Action Comics yet because we're low on money. <laughs> um, but yeah, Marvel wise, Civil War's been all right. It's happening. That's as far as uh, we go. Thor's brilliant as always. Doctor Strange's been good. Totally awesome. Hulk is my surprise hit of Marvel of uh, all new, all different Marvel. Mm. So much fun. Um, and now it's playing with the whole Bruce Banner <laughs> being dead thing. Oh, uh, yeah. That's fun. Uh, we haven't discussed that since. Uh, Are we not? Yeah. I thought that okay. was the last episode we did. Oh, it we might have about been, Bruce Banner's death. I, I think don't it was, like, know. The day of. Bruce Banner's death. Oh, yeah, it was the day of the, 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 the <coughs> Indie-wise, I've been reading The Fix. Oh, that's a All good right. book. Oh, that's brilliant. Nick Spencer. It's essentially his spiritual successor to Superior Foes. Oh, nice. So it's just ridiculous and fun. And there's Pretzels, the dog, the drug sniffer dog. He's so cute. Uh, to Kill or Be Killed came out. Mm-hmm. The uh, new Ebru Barker, Sean Phillips book. Very, very good. Uh, Snot Girl came out. I wasn't overly keen on it, but 
people are loving it. Uh, that's the uh, Brian Lee Malley, I think that's his name, who did Scott Pilgrim. Oh, yeah, that's... Uh, older things-wise, though, I read Matt Wagner's uh, uh, Trinity. Oh, yeah. What do you think of it? Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I read his um, Two-Face story that he did. I read that a few months ago. Yeah, Matt, that's boss. That so good, but Trinity. Awesome. And the way they portray Wonder Woman is just so cool. Actually, that's like the standout thing of Rebirth as being... Oh, Wonder Woman, yeah. The way they have handled Wonder Woman is still probably the best... The three three best... Well, there's four people that have really benefited from Rebirth. And that's Green Arrow, Wonder Woman, Flash, and Superman. Like, before Rebirth, they were all like, another issue of this. Like, I was enjoying Superman, but only because we were getting to the point where I knew that the other super, the old Superman was coming back, but yeah, and we had all the John Reed Junior stuff and that, and it was all good. But yeah, they've really benefited from this. All four of those books are just on point at the moment. But I would say the character that has benefited the most, not book character, is Canary. Oh yeah, Canary got so much out of being allowed to drop her solo because yeah. that was dog. And she's gone back to being Canary. Yeah, it's not no longer. Um, I've got a weird, rigid past that doesn't work, run into Ollie Queen. It's now. Yeah, and no, I, I follow Luke. Benjamin Percy on Twitter, and he is just loving writing Black Canary. He just oh. loves writing her. Oh, that's good then, because mm. I think that's like, I think he's kind of wanted to do that, but obviously DC were like, no, we're not doing this. Them, yeah, and then Jeff Johns was like, can I do Rebirth? <laughs> I reckon what? Jeff Johns has been asking to do Rebirth since New Fifty Two happened. <laughs> I don't. I think he was asking, and then they pre- uh, then he became your director. It's happening. I don't oh, care yeah. what you say anymore. Because uh, there's a piece of news I have written down, but it doesn't really fit in any of my categories. So we'll start with that. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Johns is now the president of DC Entertainment. Yeah, that pretty much sums up. However, that doesn't mean he's in charge of the comics. No, he's not, but he's got a great say of it yeah. all. Dan DiDio is still Chief Creative Officer with Jim Lee, yeah. which is always bad news. <laughs> well, they're Chief Creative Officer, but if if Jeff doesn't like it... If he Jeff can doesn't like it, pre- he can fire him. <laughs> he can, well, he can veto it and then go, hang on about that. So uh, so this essentially let's means that it. at the end of the day, Jeff Johns, well, unless the big boys at Warner Bros. don't like it, uh, Jeff Johns gets pretty much the final say on everything. He started from the bottom. He started from the there. bottom, now he's here. He started with X-Men, now he's here. <laughs> yeah. That's a good so one as well. But Jim Lee fucked up on the way there. <laughs> um, yeah, that's basically Jim, Jim Lee needs to just leave. At least at the I, moment he's caught up with that all that Hanna-Barbera shit. Oh. I, I think he needs to take a bit of a break. Hanna-Barbera's going to be his break. The only, like, well, while we're here as well, this is a good piece of news. Garth Ennis mm. is taking on a Hanna-Barbera comic. Which one? He's going to be doing a solo, dastardly and muttly series. Okay, that's kind of cool. Which, like, because Wacky Raceland was dreadful. Scooby Apocalypse was dreadful. I've not even touched the Flintstones, because it's the team of Harley Quinn. The Harley Quinn it team. It looks awful. I saw a couple of Future Quest is fun, but it, yeah. it's not great. 
but it does have Space Ghost, so that's a winning point. Um, but yeah, the uh, I think Garth Ennis could do set in that world because I like the world of Wacky Raceland. I think it's quite interesting, but it just hasn't come to fruition. But I think Garth Ennis with that world could do something really interesting. I would, however, I would like it. Now this is going on to one of my indie titles that I read, which is the Power Rangers one. Oh yeah. I would like if they did that kind of split one because they have kind of like a split of like your super serious main story, but they always have the backup story in the back, which is kind of your lighthearted one. Yes. That kind of reminds you of the eighties and nineties. Well, you do that with Dastardly and Mutley, yeah. so you have like your super serious Raceland one, but then in the back you have like a classic wacky races. Yeah. Well, and the Mutley. thing with the thing with like the problem with the the Hanna Barbera stuff is that they are taking it way too seriously. Oh yeah. And if Garth Ennis is getting on it, that's going to stop. Because <laughs> Garth Ennis oh, yeah. doesn't take anything seriously. You can have your japes in the in the post-apocalyptic one, but mm. it'd be just like quite cool to have like a catch the pigeon yeah. um, backup story. Mm. The most serious thing Garth Ennis has ever done is Preacher, and that has a character that is literally called Arseface, <laughs> who has a face that looks like a butt. <laughs> I forgot about that from Preacher. And they did him really well in the in the uh, in the show. Like they don't call him Arseface because that's a bit on the nose. <laughs> but anyway, let's move in to the full news. So we're going to start with TV because it's been the uh, TCAs this week. So we've got lots of news about our comic book shows. So we're going to start with Arrow. Right. Not a lot of Arrow stuff but there's a few a few bits. So after season five, there will be no more regular flashbacks. They're right. getting rid of the, as they called, they labelled it, the island narrative. So all through all five seasons, all four seasons and the fifth season, it's the five years of where Ollie was gone, what happened there, and every episode yeah. delves into a different, like a running along plot. So essentially Arrow becomes two shows, but... And that has been its weak point recently. Like, I couldn't even tell you what happened in the flashbacks in season four. It was that dull. Wow. <clears throat> Not that bad. Yeah. But, yeah, so after season five, they're letting go. But something about the flashbacks in season five gets me very excited. Go for it. Dolph Lundgren will be playing a Russian mobster <laughs> in, the, uh, in the season five flashbacks. Dolph fucking Lundgren. <laughs> If he comes back and comes through, like somehow he makes it into season five, mm. like, yeah, but, mate, do, you know what's, do you know what's the best thing about Arrow, right? Go for the it. three most famous people that have been in the Arrow cast are Dolph Lundgren, Vinnie Jones, and John Barrowman. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Which is just brilliant. <laughs> It's like they, they, they knew they didn't want to get big budget yeah. names in. It's like, screw it, get some fun yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Vinnie Jones was brilliant some... when he was in it, though. It was so much fun. Yeah. It's just get the goofs and gaffs, <laughs> um, because let's face it, it's too serious. Um, yeah, so that's what's happening in Arrow. Uh, there's a few other stuff they've been talking about, like uh, Season 5 is going to be a bit more like Season 1 and 2, a bit more grounded. Um, some of the characters we're getting, we're getting like Wild Dog, uh, Art, they're doing... Um, the Green Arrow Artemis, not Amazon Artemis. Yeah. The Injustice one. Um, and a few other things like that. 
I'm hoping for a return of their version of the Suicide Squad, but that's probably not going to happen now. <laughs> uh, no. And the other thing about Arrow, before we go, is the whole of the Arrowverse, the CW universe. There will be no Batman characters. No, like, proper Batman characters. Well, they don't need it. They've already got yeah. it. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Arrow is Batman. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, essentially you've got... You're going to have... You can have Superman, because Superman's not working for DC movies, but Batman's off limits. So no Batman, no Nightwing, no Robin, no Joker, no Harley. Although, I say that. Oh, no, no, Gotham's not in that universe. Never mind. We'll get to that. So a couple of years, uh, last year, year before, we have the Vixen animated series that the CW did. Did we? Yeah. I never watched wow, it. Wow, I missed that. <laughs> yeah, I missed that one. It. But they're doing a new animated series, and apparently Vixen's getting a second one. Uh, the Ray is getting an animated series. The Ray. Yeah, they're, they're not exactly like batting the characters no. out of the park here. Like, now, if uh, you're unfamiliar with Vixen. the Ray, let's find some information about him. I'm pretty <laughs> much unfamiliar with him. All I know about the Ray is I have a hero click of him. That's uh, pretty much it. I know his power is light-based. Yeah. So, the Ray is... was originally a quality comics character. So he's not even a DC character. He's bought by DC. Oh um, my god, his real name is actually Ray Terrell. Jesus Christ. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, there's uh, there's several of them. There was one that was called Stan Silver. Man... This guy's just... <laughs> I don't know which version they're introducing. Um, um. So the Ray... Yeah, Ray, uh, Ray animated series starring Ray Terrell version of the character. Okay, so we're going with a... The, yeah. uh, we're going with like a freedom fighter one then. Yes, and his powers essentially can absorb, store and process pure light and use the energy to fly and create dazzling... dazzling Dazzlingly strong and powerful bursts of light. So, it's an odd character to use, but yeah. He's there. Seeing how his greatest <laughs> villain he fought with, a member of the Justice League, was Vandal Savage, mm-hmm. Brimstone, Lobo, Dr. Polaris, and Neron. Jesus yes. Christ, where did they pull this guy from? Now we're going over to the Flash. Now, Flashing 3, I'm so excited for. Because we're getting Mirror Master. Yeah. We've been waiting. I would, been yeah, waiting. I would love to see how they do that, because... They're going to do it like he's in the comic. Like, they've done every other character. Like, season one, they were, like, being lenient a bit. By the end of season one, they were like, yeah, we've got Grodd. <laughs> yeah, they kind of just went... Uh, but, like, Mirror Master's the big name that we haven't seen yet. The bit, like, of the rogues. So we've seen Captain Cole, we've seen Weather Wizard, we've seen Trickster. We've seen Heatwave. Where's Mirror Master? We've seen Pied Piper. We've seen all of these people. Now, yeah, Mirror Master. He'll be played by uh, Grey Damon. Not familiar with the actor, but yeah, Mirror Master's coming to season three. And it looks like he's going to be a villain of the the week kind of thing, but may, will probably return for the rogues. Um, But they've also revealed the two villains that will be in the forefront of season three. And this gets me even more excited. Because we're going down a Mark Wade run. Right. Savitar. Savitar. 
the Mexican wrestler looking speedster awesome. Now, right, I dissed the nineties a lot. The nineties flash. Oh, so good. Mark Wade. Mark Wade and Jeff Jones representing. Um but yeah, so we got Savitar and the second and I think the main villain is going to be Doctor Alchemy. That's an interesting one to you. Because season three, main villain is not a speedster. Where the other two have both been speedsters. I like it. I like it a lot too. Uh moving over to Supergirl, but kind of staying with the Flash. We know Kevin Smith is directing another episode of The Flash. He's also yep. gonna direct an episode of Supergirl called Supergirl Lives. So that right. that's fun. <laughs> to know what that is and while we're talking about Flash and Supergirl together there is going to be a musical crossover episode a two part musical crossover episode well, of course you've got to have to have yeah. one on each side and obviously we benefit because uh, Grant Gustin and Melissa, Melissa Benoit both appeared in Glee well yeah. Melissa Benoit was a main character in Glee for a while after they, all the original characters moved on uh, but yeah, so we're getting a musical episode. I love musical episodes of shows. My favourite episode of Scrubs is the musical episode. <laughs> I like their Cheers episode as well. Cheers. The Buffy musical episode's brilliant. Uh, the American Horror Story musical thing's good. Yeah. <clears throat> but yes, and over to characters that were uh, being introduced on Supergirl. Now we're about to get our third member of the Young Justice. Hmm. So we had a, so Artemis is being done for Arrow. Wally West is in Flash. We're gonna get Miss Martian. Yeah, Miss Martian, played by Sharon Leal. Again, not familiar with Sharon Leal, <clears throat> but that excites me. I'm intrigued how they're gonna introduce her. It's like, oh yeah, it looks um, like she's it, gonna have been like on Earth for quite a while. Oh, okay, and. It's cool because that means we're going to get more Martian Manhunter, and I love Martian Manhunter. Well, they have to because it's like, yeah, here's my cousin. Well, yeah, it's like, <laughs> and if seems as though it looks like they're not going to do Martian Manhunter in the films, we need yeah. lots of him in the TV shows. Uh, and Monel will be introduced, Mister Legion and the superheroes Monel. Yep, the Daxamite, not the a Kryptonite, played by Chris Wood. And last but not least. We already knew Lena Luthor was coming to Supergirl, but she has been cast as Katie McGrath. Ah. Who was in Jurassic World. Nice. Now, over to uh, Gotham. Yeah, we're talking about Gotham. Uh, okay, I, I, I literally switched off as you said Gotham. <laughs> I'll, I'll try and so stay they, away. So they've done something weird over at Gotham, right? So they had the had a character of... Well, yeah. They had Poison Ivy, essentially. But she was called Ivy yeah. Pepper. Oh, and she was like 10. Yeah. Well, now all of a sudden she's recast as like a 20-year-old who's really hot. And because there's a villain that apparently if you touch him, you age. But this guy let go. And so he's aging. Aging Harvey, uh, Poison Ivy. Because they thought, oh crap, we've written ourselves into a corner putting Poison Ivy there. We're running out of villains because we've done every Batman villain under the sun already. (laughs) 
Yeah. Except for the ones that make sense to be putting in a Gotham show of a Batman prequel where Bruce Wayne is not Batman yet. <laughs> this is what annoys me about that show. It's just so on the bloody nose. It's like, oh, here's Mr. Freeze, here's Hugo Strange, here's the Penguin, here's Joker, here's everyone, here's... Yeah, and now they want to do introduce a proto-Harley Quinn and Cro- and Killer Croc. And that's not because they've just done successful in Suicide Squad. <laughs> Gotham, man. It's the weak link for DC. <laughs> well, Arrow's the weak link for DC. <laughs> but Yeah, it kind of is. And we go back to the CW-verse with uh, DC, Legends of Tomorrow. Now, of all the casting we've had, and Legends of the Tomorrow is actually the series I'm most looking forward to this year, because they're doing Justice Society. And they've cast Obsidian and Stargirl. Yeah. I'm okay, I'm, I'm, I'm hyped for the Stargirl, because they can do the whole link yeah, between yeah, the You might not be excited about Obsidian, I wasn't excited about Obsidian, until I heard who was playing him. Right. Lance Henriksen. Oh, who damn. Who played Bishop in Aliens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm hyped now. Yep. Um, and Stargirl will be played by Sarah Gray, who's in the Power Rangers movie. Ah. Um, they have really weird costume <laughs> design for that. That's what I'm saying about it right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a Power Rangers fan, so I probably won't watch the film, but I might watch I'm... it when it goes on Sky Movies or something, but... I'm a little less tempted to watch it, even with Brian Cranston cast. Yeah, like, I like some of the cast that they've actually put as um, the the Power Rangers. I like the Blue Ranger, because they've yeah. cast RJ Siler from my, uh, Me Out of the Dying Girl. I like the fact there's no major, major name there. Yeah, and this year, this time they haven't made the Green Ranger black, and they've made the Blue Ranger black. I like that. <laughs> the Green Ranger's always black, Aaron. No, because Green Ranger was white. Was he? You mean Black Ranger was black. Black Ranger's black, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. It's like DC. It's like Marvel. Here, we got a black character. What are we going to call him? Uh, black Panther. <laughs> yeah. Another black character. Black this. Black that. Black. 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 Let's have the secret meeting of all the black superheroes. <laughs> they honestly need <laughs> to stop that. Yeah. Moving on. Like, and the villain of season two of Legends of Tomorrow will be the Legion of Doom. That's awesome. But a very boring Legion of Doom. <laughs> yeah, because they can't do half the Legion of Doom. Malcolm Merlin, who oh, needs to sake. stop. Five seasons, four seasons I've had of Malcolm Merlin, and I'm sick of him. I was sick of him in season one. Just let John Barrowman go. <laughs> now, let me, let me, let me, Malcolm Merlin is magician, right? Uh, not in this. <laughs> oh, okay. He's just okay. an archer. He, He's just Ollie, but not oh as good. Oh my god, that's even worse. And he was part of the League of Assassins. Oh, this... Yeah, making it worse. But, uh, he might not be the magician, but they've got Damien Dark, who in this version is magic. <laughs> oh, good, yeah. And we've just right. had enough of in season four of Arrow, and now they're going to go back in time and bring in Damien Dark, who seems to be working with Nazis. Which is a Get, I've said this a lot already on this episode. It's a bit on the nose. <laughs> oh, all right. So we know. Yeah. Uh, but the other two characters, very cool. Cam Cold. Yeah. The first member who is actually a member of the Legion of Doom in the comics. Yes. And I the know. only member of the <laughs> and Reverse Flash. Um, okay. Which kind of makes sense. 
Yeah. I, I'm surprised Reverse Flash hasn't been in the Legion of Doom at some point anyway. But Well, wasn't it Professor Zoom instead? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, so you kind of had one, they didn't need but the yeah, other. But yeah, it's pretty hard to bring Zoom back to life <laughs> from what they did yeah. in Season 2. And look, to be honest, the rest of the, of the Legion of Doom, you can't really touch. Yes. Now, over to Marvel. Apparently, season three, in season, what season are we on of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Four? I don't know. I don't care. They're having a new leader. Coulson's still in it, but they're having a new leader. I reiterate, I don't care. Yeah, Yeah. some people, for some reason, do. And Ghost Rider's happening. And it's the crap Ghost Ghost Rider. (laughs) It's Robbie Reyes. Yeah, literally, literally, actually, because of Ghost Rider the Whip. He's in a car. But the TCA's right. They gave... There was a whole panel dedicated to the Netflix shows. Yeah. They gave, like, no information. I'm okay with that because I'd yeah. rather be a bit more surprised. They said Daredevil season three is happening, but not for a okay. while. Okay, makes sense because they've got to do Defenders and like Iron Fist first. Yeah, they want to do everything first. Again, they said uh, Jessica Jones season two is happening, but for even play. more of a while. Yeah, that, that's a bad play. That... Uh, there's space there, but I don't know what they're going to base it on. That's what I mean. It's like the space there for Jessica purpose. Jones, and she was like following Captain America around, which then turned unless, out of course, not to be they, Captain America. Unless, of course, they go down the whole kind of when Cage was an Avenger and they had, and yeah. they were with married with the kid and everything. Yeah. They might do that story. Speaking of, of Cage, yeah. we did get a Luke Cage trailer, and my god, that show looks good. We got an Iron Fist trailer as well. Yeah, but that was like five seconds of like Iron Fist laying on something. <laughs> I really like that trailer. It was cool, but it didn't it really, really give us sense. much. It was like, okay, so Iron Fist is definitely happening, but well, it's kind of more like Iron Fist is said to be crazy. Oh yeah. So we've got Moon Knight. Yeah, and we're probably gonna get I Moon Knight at some point. I would love to see now. that as a TV show. I would love that so much. I think much. we are going to get Moon Knight show. I think that's in in the works. Especially after see, after things. finishing the first arc of Lemire's. Oh, yeah. Lemire's runs are oh. really good. Oh, but, um, so good. yeah, so essentially Netflix, rather than being the Defenders universe, it's just going to become Marvel Knights. Oh, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it. But the Luke Cage trailer, man. No sign of Jessica Jones, which I thought was a bit odd. Unless I'm going to kind of go a little bit further mm. back. Quite a lot of Claire Temple from Daredevil, Night Nurse. Um, they found a way to give him the tiara, Aaron. <laughs> I'm I'm surprised they're going to go so bold. Uh, he's well, not going to wear it all the time. Yeah, he's not going to wear but, it. Like, so essentially in the trailer, if you've seen it, you wouldn't notice this. You might not have noticed it. You might have just thought it was a thing. Because if you're not a 70s Luke Cage fan... You won't recognise the tiara. If you're not a true cage, if you're not man, a true cage man, if you didn't live through tiara, because no, 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 Noise Cage is awesome. He's but he is very different. Oh yeah, he's nowhere near as cheesy. Although they are kind of going back to the cheesy side of it. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so Luke, he's getting out of the experiment and giving him his powers, and he's got the the uh, metal bracelets going up his arm, and a metal band across his head in the shape of his classic tiara. Unfortunately, he doesn't have an afro in that scene. <laughs> no. But, yeah, the show looks good. Um, I think Diamondback is the villain. 
That's kind of cool. Uh, not obviously not the female Diamondback, uh, but oh, and I don't actually think. Bear with me. Uh, yeah, because Diamondback is a member of the Serpent Society, but I think that's it the is. female one. Um, maybe. I don't know. Diamond Marbleback. Meanwhile, while you search that, I do have a little bit of news, which was um. So there has been talks of an animated... After like all the current animated DC titles they've done, mm. there has now been talks of a Justice League Dark one. Oh, yeah, the Justice League Dark movie. Yeah, that's happening. There's a, like, a yeah. mini behind-the-scenes featurette for it. And confirmed to, to be reprising his role as John Constantine. Is that oh, right? Yeah. Well, I absolutely adore that, because it's very rare that you'll see an actor actually come back into doing the voice acting for a character. So oh, it no. pretty much means... The John Constantine for our generation is Matt Ryan and not Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Fuck you, everybody. <laughs> Try to make that a thing. I don't think it is Diamondback as the villain. But yeah, that is cool. But um, I forgot to mention that. And obviously, they, I think they announced they were going to do Judas Contract. That's good. Judas Contract was a good one. And they're going to do another original Batman one like they did with Bad Blood that's going to focus on Batman and Harley. Which doesn't um, I, I'm okay with that because they could kind of do like um, knock knock jokes. Yeah. Uh, but as long as they don't go like comic book hardcore Harley, I'm okay. then should be solid. Cotton mouth, not. Um, ah, that makes more sense. Cotton, cotton mouth. mouth. So yeah. So this is our first member of the uh, Seventh Society. Do you think they'll try and make the Defenders' first major enemy the Serpent Society? That'd be cool. Would it? Really? It's a surface well, yeah. society. They've let me down recently. <laughs> well, no, the surface society, they let everybody down. It's a serpent society, for fuck's sake. No one gives a shit about them. Yeah. They are snake-based things. That's all their powers. They all share <laughs> the same thing. And obviously we've got Misty Knight is in the show, which is awesome. Yeah. But, like, there was a talk about... Well, she doesn't actually have a metal arm. Hopefully she gets a metal arm in this. Someone chops her yeah, arm she, off and give her a metal arm. never started with it. She ended up getting it. Oh no, there will be someone. There is, there is a diamond bag. Okay. four diamond bags. <laughs> There's Will Stryker. The first diamond bag was fur of Luke Cage. Will Stryker, one of Luke's childhood friends. Oh yeah, because he Oh yeah, jealous. he's just a mobster yeah. rather than a... Yeah, because he got pissed off with the fact yeah. that Cage got powers and didn't use them for monetary gain. Yeah. And then he did with Heroes for Hire. Uh, and then the last piece of TV news, going off both Marvel and DC, Powers has been cancelled. I'm not surprised. It was a really weird <sighs> oh, idea. This, like, the Powers book is brilliant. Yeah. I love Powers. But the show, the budget was awful. This, all the CGI looks so bad. <laughs> well, it was the budget bad. But the distribution was stupid. Yeah, like, PlayStation hey, PlayStation. Like, it, like now it's being played on uh, Spike, I think. Yeah. Or something like that. Bit um, late. But yeah. Should have started there. It's, uh, yeah, it's not working. It's... And I think because Bendis is so involved, it hasn't worked. He, yeah, creative, it is too much creative control for him. Yeah, PlayStation, so PlayStation Network have one show of their original programming, 
and it's failed. <laughs> it just kind of shows that stick to games. They they shouldn't. Yeah, like stream TV, stream films, what you want. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah, you got Netflix. Don't start making, yeah, don't start making your own stuff. That's dumb. Netflix has to pay them to have the app on there. <laughs> yeah. On their on their system, so yeah. Probably same with Spotify yeah. and Amazon. Yeah, they've got a massive. They've got a massive deal with Spotify. Mm. Yeah, because they've got the exclusive rights yeah. to it now. So. Uh, anyway, so that's TV. Now we move on to the world of movies. Shall we start with uh, Cap and Marvel? Yeah, because there's been quite a bit of now we've, yeah. things about her. Well, there's two two major things. Oh, it's official. We talked in the last episode. We were talking about the rumor, and now it's official. Margot Brie, Margot Brie Larson is playing Captain Marvel, first Oscar yeah. winner to play a main character in the Marvel universe, which makes me very happy. That yeah, well, I, I, is Michael Doug- did Michael Douglas win an Oscar? I've got to look that up now. Michael Douglas must have, but yeah, Brie uh, Brie Larson. Such a good choice, I think. Such a good choice. I love her so much. I love her, Aaron. <laughs> I, 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 to be honest, it's one of those ones of after all of the talk about it, it's good to see mm. she is. Yeah, because every, every time a new thing comes along, it's like, well, what was it like we had Doctor Strange, oh Viggo Mortensen, uh, Jared Leto, Ewan McGregor. Adrian Brody, and then it was Benedict Cumberbatch. You're like, oh, okay. Spider Man, it was like Dylan O'Brien, Logan Lerman, Tom Holland. And every time we go through this rigmarole, and then it was like, Cat Marvel, Ronda Rousey, she wants to play her herself. That, that was, happen. that would have been a, that, yeah, that would be a bad I love choice. Ronda Rousey, but I don't think she, she's yet to prove herself as much as much of an actress. Um, but, yeah, and then it was Brie Larson. Yep, it's Brie Larson. I know like loads of people were rallying for Katie Sackhoff, but, but yeah, Brie Larson, and they are going to revamp the Captain Marvel origin story a little bit because it's they said it was too or too similar to the Green Lantern origin, which it is. <laughs> yeah, it's where they never like. Oh look, up. here's Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel's fallen from space and now giving you all of his powers. Oh. <laughs> But yeah, I I think what they're going to do is probably just veto the original Captain Marvel. Like, get rid of Marvel. Yeah, just, just get rid of him completely. Being a just, genetic experiment. Yeah, like some Kree thing crashes and she's involved in the crash or something like that. But they got all the alien tech though. They just used that to try and make a try and make another version of Captain America as a super soldier. They make Captain Marvel. Well, instead. they could do because they had the Kree thing that they did in Agents of Shield. The thing that brought um, Coulson back to life was Cree. Yeah. So it could just be something to do with that. But yeah, so, back yeah. to the earlier point, Michael Douglas did win Oscars. So, although he wasn't the main character of the film, it was Scott May. But yeah, Michael Douglas. Well, I found out he, he roomed with Danny DeVito when he first started out. Oh, Michael Douglas, yeah. I love Michael Douglas. He is one of my favourite actors. Uh, so, over to Spidey. Spidey has a new villain. Yeah. Ooh. Michael uh, Chernus, or Chernus, who played Cal in Orange is the New Black, Piper's mm. brother, 
We'll play the Tinkerer. Oh, like, good Deep great. cuts, man. Deep cuts. And apparently we'll make the um, use... And, like, the rumour is that he was uh, an ex-Stark employee. He's now got a grudge. And he's building I the don't... vultures. Yeah. Building the vultures stuff. But this is where it gets exciting. All right. He's also building stuff for Shocker. That's awesome. Shocker. <laughs> yeah, okay. I want Shocker in this movie so bad. That was... I could. I, that actually makes a little bit more sense for this universe of... A Stark Tech employee sees Repulsor Tech, tries to make it, ends up making Shocker's equipment. I love Shocker. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Shocker is like, because, like, Superior Foes, Shocker is so cool. <laughs> Shocker was cool before. Shocker was cool before, but he was like, everyone was like, ugh, Shocker. Poor man's Electro. <laughs> yeah, I think he even got replaced by him. Now, we'll have a laugh here, because uh, I saw a news article the other day, and this IGN reported this, and it was brilliant. Oh, God. Uh, reported villain for Aquaman movie, and then I opened it up, and it was Black Manta. I was like, I'm pretty sure that was a shoo-in. <laughs> like, like, oh, damn. Oh, yeah, Aquaman, oh, of all of Aquaman's villains, who could it be? Hmm, well, it's going to be Aquaman or Ocean Master, and they're probably both going to be there. <laughs> I look at it's like Aquaman's greatest villain, Al Gore. <laughs> Thought about that, but yeah. <laughs> like, damn, environmentalist. Although they have made in Rebirth, they have made Manta really interesting. They kind of have to, because otherwise, Aquaman's just got political problems. We're gonna jump. We're gonna jump around a bit. We're gonna go from Marvel to DC to Star Wars, Marvel to DC. Over yeah. Now. So we go over to Star Wars. So in the um. Now I'm excited about this, and this is true. I wasn't excited about this Han Solo film that they were working on. Because I was like, eh, what's the point? And then they cast Aldrin Ennerich, and I was like, eh, that doesn't seem like good casting to me. But now they want to do a young Lando. And I love Lando. Uh, I love Lando. Uh, but wait until you hear who the room, who the frontrunner currently is. Alright. Donald Glover. Oh, dang. Yeah. Childish Gambino as Lando. And he's, right. he's in with Disney at the minute because he's in Spider-Man. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. Um, back to Marvel. Thor has two new villains. Um, in the in some concept art shown at Comic-Con, they showed Fenrir. Which okay. kind of needed to be there seeing as though the film is called Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, that, um, <laughs> that is like the main again. thing of Ragnarok. And Sator. Sator the Fire Demon. I'm guessing he's going to be like the first five minute type of thing, you know, like yeah. they always have stories of he's just randomly fighting somewhere. He's... So, over to Suicide Squad. We'll come to back to what we what I thought of it in a bit, but it crossed 300 million today. In the first week, so that's pretty impressive. I, I'm not, yeah, I'm not surprised. Even with the critic hate. And then we go over to Guardians of the Galaxy. Kurt Russell's role has been revealed. Ego the Living Planet. <sighs> this makes me, you do not understand how happy this makes me. That's, it, it's just, it just makes what Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy should be, which is good, clean fun. Yeah. Ego, well, so essentially... Slightly fun. And the, pl- and the twist is, Ego is Star-Lord's dad, <laughs> which is even better. 
So what can happen is he, like, this has happened in the comic before, Ego can make a human form of himself. Yeah. And essentially he came to Earth, fucked Starlord's mum, and there's Starlord. <laughs> in the most uh, roundabout way. <laughs> but yeah, Ego, man. You wonder how much, like, James Gunn's just gone like, <laughs> yeah, screw it, Ego, just, he did it. It was so Planet. left field. I wasn't. Yeah, like, I knew Kurt Russell was going to be playing Starlord's dad. Like it was inevitable as soon as they announced Kurt Russell was in it. But I like I was like uh, Adam Warlock, Jason of Sparta, Spartax, this that this that. I never thought it was going to be Ego. That's why James Gunn is good because he just catches you by the left field. Yeah, yeah, yeah screw it. Planet. How's it worked? Work out yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. Find me one issue Doing where it. this worked. Mar- the Marvel research is just, yeah, we did it. Good. <laughs> like, damn it, how did you know? I didn't. I guessed. And then back over to Flash. We talked briefly about this the other day. Jesse Clemens is officially, uh, yeah, he's officially Iris West. Okay. Um, and now we haven't talked about this. The Wonder Woman and the Justice League trailers. Oh, yeah. Now, you weren't overly fond on the Wonder Woman trailer. Uh, well, I'll put it down this way. When I watched both of them first time, I didn't like either of them. Mm. After watching them multiple times each, I'm excited for Justice League. I'm put off by Wonder Woman. You see, Justice League, I was like, cool. Wonder Woman, I was like, fuck you. Take my money. <laughs> I just thought it, was, it just looked so badass. That's what I want to see Wonder Woman do. I just want to see Wonder Woman kicking people's ass. I don't. Wonder <laughs> Woman's not just that. I know, but no, I, I want to see her kick loads of ass. <laughs> I agree. Cool. Not in heels. Well, yeah. Obviously. Well, she does that, that in the comics. <laughs> she has flats now. She, oh, yeah, she does. Well, like, yeah, she's, had... she's got, like, slight heels. These are proper heels. Yeah. In trench warfare in World <laughs> War One. Yeah, that's a bit dumb. And also, the lasso of truth really threw me off. Of like, she never used it like a weapon like that so much. It's stupid. No. Why is she? Oh. The thing I am kind of disappointed is it seems like there was a serious lack of Themyscira. Like that looks yeah. like that's going to be over and done within the first twenty minutes. However, after watching Star Trek Beyond, I am a little bit more excited because I forgot how good of an actor Chris Pine so is. Good. Yeah, fucking, they had fucking Etta James. They've got Steve Trevor's secretary. <laughs> Yeah, I like that moment. Awesome. I, if it's if it's more like that, I like that they're do, they're doing classic Wonder Woman. Like, yeah, it's proper Steve Trevor, Ed James, fighting. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, I just like the aesthetic. I just like the cool fighty stuff that looks just looks fun to me. Although I didn't read today, but this keeps coming up. Apparently, people in the inside of Warner are not happy with the film. Uh oh! But they said that about Suicide Squad. And half of the world agree with them, and half of the world don't. <laughs> and that's actually true, because they were happy with Batman v Superman. Yeah. And that was crap. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Justice League. It I'm came excited. Out, yeah, it came out of nowhere, that trailer. Like, no one was expecting that trailer to drop I'm very, very excited now for The Flash. Like, a lot more comedy. Yeah. I'm still, still not sold on Ezra Miller Flash. I like it. It's a nice I like it, it, but it's just the look. 
Yeah. It's so non-Barry Allen. <laughs> like, and the, it's sort of the character wise, it didn't really feel Barry Allen's. Like, he's like, oh, I've not really got any friends. Barry Allen's got a lot of friends. I'm sorry, we have a jokey Batman. We already have an Ollie Queen Batman. Yeah. Yeah, I love, I love that. Loads of people are like, so uh, Batman's Oliver Queen and Oliver Queen's Batman. What's going on? <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's uh, it looks good. Uh, Aquaman looks awesome. Like I'm very excited for that because I just want it to be that he never really wants to be a part of like that fine. shot though where he's just stood and the wave comes over him. Oh yeah, oh, that's so cool. And like the Flash and Batman in exchange is really cool. It's funny and. Is pretty much Flash and Batman. As long as they don't try and push a romance between Batman and Wonder Woman, I will be happy. I don't know because they. It looks like they, they want to try and yeah. start playing and with it. As soon as though they haven't introduced any of Batman's love interests, and they killed off one of Wonder Woman's. They killed off Wonder Woman's. Well, he well. <laughs> Killed off, and then for in now. the next scene revealed that he was still alive. <laughs> yeah, like for now he is dead. Um, but yeah, this this is obviously because obviously with Batman v Superman they said the Lois is going to be a massive plot point. Which yeah, I, I was like, because I'm not. Lang. It's not Lana Lang. Like, I like Lois Lane. But, He's a bitch. Yeah, I like later on Lois Lane when they've settled down and yeah. But yeah, um, just and Cyborg was there, but yeah, and the CG is <laughs> absolutely ghastly. Oh, yeah. But then again, I don't like the Flash suit either. The Flash suit doesn't honor him. I'll be honest, DC when it comes to their to all of their kind of animations, yeah, in live action, it looks pretty. Dog like they were shit. doing they were doing all right because. Although it's although the pants are on the inside, I do like the Superman suit. The super yeah, but that's because that's um, physical. That's not digital. Yeah, yeah. The Batman suit. Well, Doomsday looked awesome. absolute gash. Yeah. Batman suit was awesome. Physical. Yeah, Wonder Woman suit is awesome. Yeah, Aquaman looks badass. That's that is that is pure beefcake. Yeah, that's no costume though. That's just the CGI flat. Well, there is obviously there's going to be a non CGI version of the Flash suit. We've seen it. Yeah. We've seen the flashes. Yeah. Well, it's going to be very rare you're going to see yeah. it. Um, but yeah, Doomsday. Like, the one bits of CGI that looked good in Batman v Superman was the uh, the Parademons when they were flying yeah, in the background. Yeah, they looked really good. And then when they came up close, they were physical. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah. I, I don't know what it is about their, their the CG animation. CG is better in Suicide Squad. Except one scene, but we'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but so, yeah. Wonder Woman, Justice League. Excited, but weary. <clears throat> yeah. Very much. Over to the world of comics. Mm. The good side. So, let's talk about Superwoman. Let's talk about the quick twist. So, we knew that Lois Lane was Superwoman. Knew Lois, the new Superwoman was Lois Lane. There's two. Right. Lois Lane and Lana Lang have both become new Superwoman. Which makes me excited about the book now, because I wasn't particularly excited about the book, but now Lana Lang's involved. Like, I knew she was going to be a supporting character, but now she is a superwoman. I'm like, hell yeah. And that means Steel's going to be a supporting character, because they're dating. Ah, oh, I see. <clears throat> and I do like Steel. Of the, of the uh, 
replacements of Superman in the 90s, Steel was the best. <laughs> There's not saying much there. Um, That's not saying much. There wasn't exactly much better. It's like saying that the best, one of the best replacements for Batman is Azrael. There weren't many in the 90s <laughs> for Batman. Yeah. We don't talk about Azrael. Uh, <laughs> we laugh at Azrael. We do. Uh, there's a new Ghost Rider comic. Felipe Smith, Danny, uh, Dan Leo, uh, Beirut. It's Robbie Reyes. He's in the car. The art's probably going to be shit again. <laughs> we don't say shit, we say abstract. Which is not shit. abstract. <laughs> <laughs> the art in that last book, though, was so bad. Oh, yeah, I just looked at oh. issue one and went, fuck this. But, like, I don't know why Marvel has all, all of a sudden been like, yeah, we're going to give Ghost Rider another chance. They killed off a lot of, of their multiculturals. Yeah, and they've now got Robbie Reyes. Uh, I'm not going there. So Iron Man's mum was revealed. Oh yeah, that. And she was no one. Yeah. She was working in a recording studio. Yeah, surprise, surprise. <laughs> Big build up. No one. Yeah. My guess is the dad is going to become important. I hope it's not. I hope it was like a one night stand thing. It's like, oh yeah, just it's Gaza down the road. I have a feeling that Iron Man is brothers with Doom. Nope. Do not even do not even try. I've been setting up this Doom Iron Man thing. Doom is whatever he wants to be. He has nothing to do with Stark. And he was adopted from an Eastern European orphanage. Nope, Doom is better than that. Doom is better. Well, yeah, because Doom's going to make a better Iron Man. <laughs> Doom. No, just... This doesn't take away from Doom. This just makes Iron Man cooler. <laughs> Think of it that way. That makes Doom worse. Doom's now related to Stark. No. Yeah, but Doom's fucking cool. Uh, moving on. Uh, there's three Batman crossovers. No, two Batman crossovers. One of them boring. One of them really exciting. So the boring one is starting in October, I want to say. Oh, is that their Halloween specials, I'm calling it? The Night of the Monster Man. Yeah, Halloween special. We're going to be about, I think it's issue seven. It starts? Yeah. So seven issues in. Seven issues in to Rebirth. And granted, this is the this was the first rebirth title as well, Batman. Yeah, seven issues in, and we're getting a crossover. And Come it's three on, three titles with it. Come on, and it's not even like, okay, we're doing a crossover, but those tie-ins don't need to be read. No, it is a full-blown crossover. Part one in Batman, part two in the Tales of Comics, part three in Nightwing. Yep. Oh. They not learn from why people were dropping Superman. Yes, they did. That's why they put it into Batman. Well, yeah, no one apparently drops Batman. Well, because most people, if you do one Batman title, you do them all because you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's I'm why I don't like. Know. I've read. I'm up to date with all three of those books. Nightwing's pretty boring. Detective Comics is very good. Batman not so much. I don't like Batman's Batman. Batman's alright. Batman's, yeah. Batman is good. Nah, screw that. Batman's shit. Fans come at me. I do not give two fucks. <laughs> they are doing an interesting story in Batman at the minute. But, yeah, it's like... Gotham and Gotham, girl. Fuck me. 
mm, they've twisted it right on its head. So yeah, they like, changed the thing. And guess who turned up in Batman now? Go on. Psycho Pirate. Alright. <laughs> yes. Psycho, Psycho Pirate. Pirate, man. He's the man. Psycho Pete. He is always important. He's, he's a very important character in DC. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was part of Christ and the Son of Infinite Earth and Infinite Crisis. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was important. <laughs> but the other Batman t- crossover, I am so hyped for. So you know how we got Batman Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles last year? Yes, we do. And it was comic Batman and comic Ninja Turtles. Yes. We're getting Batman the Animated Series crossing over with the Nickelodeon Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles series. In, an, in a comic form. Is that the 2000 one? No, or is it the, the new one. one. Oh! And I, lo- I really fun. like the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The kind of like slightly comedic one, yeah. Yeah, it's really fun. And obviously Batman the Animated Series is the best version of Batman. <laughs> Screw Frank Miller. Honest. Screw Frank Miller. That's the best version of Batman. I, I, I'll I say this right now. Love it if they hadn't already done it. Well, yeah. <laughs> That'd be great if that was the first iteration of it. I don't like it for the fact they've just repeated it a year running. I do like that it's not just a sequel to the other yeah, one. Yeah, I agree. It's good that it's not a sequel, but it's just don't do it again that quickly. Which leads me on to my next point. Alright. And... The final piece of news is another crossover, similar to Batman uh, animated series and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Green Lantern Star Trek's getting a sequel. That I can actually see making sense because they never finished the story properly. It's like, oh, it just happened. It just ended. We're still in the universe. Help, do. Yeah, I like, I like that. I think that's cool. But yeah, I think it's the same writer and artist as well. That's good. Anyway, so yeah, that's the news. Let's move on to reviews. Uh, It's more of a general discussion of several things that come out, but... (laughs) Yeah, it's, you know... Have you got anything you want to talk about in general, briefly? Um, for me... Anything important that's come out? Star Trek Beyond has Star Trek Beyond. What do we think? What do we think? I love it so much I saw it twice. Fair enough. That's how, that's how much I absolutely adore <laughs> that film. And are you willing it, to see it again? Yes! I will quite happily go and watch that film like two times in the cinema. And I'm a person who doesn't like going to the cinema that much. Mm. And this has changed my opinion upon the cinema going because that film does... Okay, let's, let's, put it, let's break it down to... If you're looking for a recommendation... Here is how I will say for Star Trek Beyond if you should watch it or not. Question one. Were you a Star Trek fan beforehand? Before Star Trek Beyond? Before, or before the 2009 the two... Star Trek? No, I wasn't. Right. I was casual. Question two. Do you absolutely love Into Darkness over 2009 Star Trek? No. If you answered... Yes, for uh, doesn't really matter for the first one. <laughs> it's kind of like if you answer yes to that one and no for question two, you will absolutely adore this film. If you said uh, two no's, you will like this film a lot. Am I gonna like it more than the 2009 one? Because I do fucking love that film. <laughs> yes, Will for Jayla, 
her music box, which says she's just a giant boombox. Does have Idris Elba in it as well, so that's a Idris Elba is your villain. <laughs> I'm not giving any of the, spo- any of the spoilers because his plot twist is amazing. By the way, I'm going to give all spoilers for Suicide Squad. <laughs> well, it's the one I know you kind of want to watch it, so it's like, yeah. and if I give that spoiler, it spoils the entirety of the film. Yeah, there's nothing in Suicide Squad that's like. Oh, well, that's ruined the film. <laughs> yeah, this is one of those, it's a very deep-seated thing. That's the thing. My first film was, oh, my God, look at the visuals. Oh, it's so cool. Oh, yeah, the trailers, the second, it looks awesome. Yeah. The second one was, I really understand how they did this. Like, when you watch it again, as you know how it all happened. Like, wow, they played this story so well. You feel so much for everybody. Did what Simon Pegg say turn out to be true? There was nothing like the trailer. Yeah. Good. Absolutely true. Good, because that trailer was bollocks. <laughs> the, tra- like, yeah, the trailer showed action, 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 action. It is not like that at all. The only good bit of that trailer for me was the where Carl Urban gets left on the planet by himself, because that's so bones. <laughs> oh, cut. Yeah, so, the Mc- Spock McCoy... Uh, this is like a mice is that the Enterprise crashes, you see that. Yeah. It breaks up. And so, like, the crew kind of gets separated into like, certain groups. You have Chekhov and Kirk. Kirk, uh, Bones and Spock. And Jayla ends up with Scotty. And you can tell Simon Pegg wrote this because Scotty doesn't play the really important role. <laughs> but he's also, like, in every single... In, like, most scene, major scenes, he is there. Yeah, because he very, wasn't really much to do. He didn't really have much to do in Into Darkness, did he? No, he was like, oh, he's stuck onto a ship, that was it. This is one of those ones where Scotty is really important. And you get to see a lot of him. It's like, finally, we get this character who's not been in the first two films often, is there. While characters that they've kind of finished up their stories for now, like um, Sulu and Uhura, they're not there as much. And it's great, but it's also an amazing tragedy. Anton, who, um, what's his surname? Anton Yelchin. Yeah. yeah. He has passed away because they, Chekhov, near enough, stole that show if it wasn't for Scotty. The stuff he was in and the way he did it was very well done. And it's like, this is a great final film for him. But it's such a shame they set him up for so much for the next one. Mm. Yeah, and they've said that they're not going to replace him. I'm yeah. very, very happy they that they're like, not replacing Yeah, we're just not going to have Chekhov in the next one. I'm going to assume they'll replace his position with yeah. Jailer. Because there's some... There's like, it's not even a major... It's one of those things like... Jailer comes back with him. You kind of guessed it was going to happen. It was one of those things. Why introduce this major character? Yeah. But... So, out of ten. Where are we going? Oh, nine. Fair game. It's, like I said, if someone said to me, do you want to watch it again next week, I'd probably be there and say yes. Yeah. Right. So, the elephant in the room. Yeah. It's been mentioned several times, but we're finally there. Suicide Squad. It's not a bad film. <laughs> Well, that's already a good start. I can't say it's brilliant. It's not brilliant. I enjoyed it a lot. It's fun. But critics have been ridiculously unfair on this movie. Is it better than what the trailer showed off? 
it's what the trailer. It's the what? it's an extended version of the trailer. Oh, I mean, I'm probably not going to like it. It's an extended version of the Ballroom Blitz trailer. I didn't like those trailers at all. So it's just it's just it's exactly what I was expecting when they said we're going to do a Suicide Squad film. Right. Like, okay, so Harley's going to be main character. Oh, she's not. Don't you ask okay. more of a main character? Well, I I thought from trailer one, I yeah. thought they were going to make that. So you, essentially, what you've got is it the whole film is a Suicide Squad comic brought to life. Okay. So Amanda Waller, can... look, I've got these guys. Oh look, they're shooting some stuff. Oh, they've got to save the day. Oh, they won. A couple of people died on the way there. Okay, <laughs> that's exactly what I was expecting, and I think what people were, I think what like loads of critics were expecting was a deep film that was going to deal with morality and blah, 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 blah. So in other words, they've never heard of the Suicide Squad. No, it's like, it's like, and it feels like, oh, I, it feels like it's still backlash for Batman v Superman. Like, yeah, that film was so bad that we were expecting this to be brilliant. And obviously, seeing as though people keep calling it DC's Guardians, hasn't helped it either. Because it's definitely not that. Like, it's a similar vein yeah. to Guardians. They tried to do a similar thing with, like, soundtrack-wise. Okay, so they went with kind of a very... <clears throat> so, let, let me just give you so a rundown. So, film opens, and you've got Amanda Waller. Well, they, you in, they introduced Deadshot before Amanda Waller. And Amanda Waller sat at this dinner table, and what you get is a scent there is essentially, like, the opening of a Suicide Squad series, comic series. Oh, so right, it's like, yeah. Oh, in my team, I have this character. Turn the page, splash page, loads of information about that character. Right, Literally so it's like you're that. getting so the, like rock, a, the yeah, it's like a freeze frame of the character with loads of, like, text. And it's like, blinking, you'll miss it, Easter eggs and stuff like that. And then it'll show a bit of their origin. And they do that for... Uh, Deadshot, Harley, El Diablo, and... Cameron. Oh, no Croc? Not really. They're just like, oh, Croc's around. He was neglected and had scaly skin. Croc plays very little part in this film. He's just the muscle. Oh, I'm a little bit disappointed by He's that. He's good. He's mo- he gets like two moments, and both of them are brilliant. Um, I'm not going to spoil them, because they are like, that was one of the best laughs was from Croc. Okay. Um, but yeah, the Captain Boomerang... There was a flash cameo. Has to be. And I was like, I was like, damn it, man, that's the second time they've got me with a flash in this universe, not knowing he was going to turn up. Because um, towards the end, I was staying away from spoilers and stuff. Um, yeah. So yeah, they introduced all those characters. And when they started introducing El Diablo, I was like, oh, this is a bit more information I thought, thought than I was going to get on El Diablo. El Diablo is a surprisingly big part of the film. That makes more sense, because let's face it, Diablo is one of those ones where it's like, we can do pretty much whatever we want. Yeah. No one gives a it shit was, about yeah, it. We were like, it was like, when... And this is... this. No, I'm going to do a big spoiler now, but when they announced it and they showed that picture of all the characters and Slipknot and El Diablo were there, everyone was like, well, they're dead. They both yeah. die. <laughs> but El Diablo yeah, it's pretty much like at the end of the film. It's one of those ones like, but they don't give two fucks about those guys. Bye! So Slipknot literally dies Within five seconds. minutes after he's introduced. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, so essentially, 
Deadshot, Harley Quinn, Amanda Waller are your three characters. Your three All big right. characters. Uh, Amanda Waller gets a lot of screen time. Deadshot gets a lot of screen time. Harley Quinn gets a lot of screen time, as you oh, expect. Will Smith is on point in this film. This is one of his best performances in years. I was going to say, so he's back on yeah, it then. Because I haven't seen anything with Will Smith in for a while where I've been like, that was really good. There's a reason why he hasn't been on point for a long old yeah. time. Margot Robbie is Harley Quinn. Like, and I think she does a bang-up job as well. Okay. And it did make, like, that was the reason I read Harley Quinn issue one, is because I watched that and I was like, I should really enjoy Harley in that. Yeah. I'll read it then. Uh, Batman, the way Batman is used is perfect. He appears for probably a combination of about two minutes of screen time. Just kind of like punch gone. Yeah, literally. Literally punch gone. Because <laughs> he's like chasing Joker and Harley down the street in the Harley origin. Yeah. He's on the top of the Lamborghini like we saw in the in the trailer. It crashes in the water. Batman jumps out, jumps down into the water. Harley like goes to go for him and he just punches her in the face and knocks her out. <laughs> that is one of the best laughs in the film. It's just poof. And you're like, ah, that's brilliant. Because it's so Batman. It was like Grant Morrison Batman just it's just like, do not give, yeah, it's like, do not give, disregard and everything. And he's involved punch. in the Deadshot origin as well. Uh, but that yeah, because yeah. that is all you get at Batman. Because Deadshot was Although, contracted yeah. to kill Batman. Bruce Wayne does appear at, uh, in the after, in the mid-credit scene. Okay. Uh, but So then you've got, so yeah, Deadshot, brilliant, Harley Quinn, brilliant, Amanda Waller, probably the best uh, thing about the film. Elephant in the room time. Yeah. Joker. I like him. Alright. How much do they use him? A fair amount. Not okay. They don't overuse him. No, I think All they right. use him the perfect... The thing is, is while those, the three I keep saying are the ones you get the most time with and Enchantress and Rick Flag, the rest of them are used just enough Oh, okay, so they're just they're there for like when Captain Boomerang's just comic relief. That's all he's there. For. Oh, as you would ex- as you'd expect. Is he Australian? Yeah, Croc's there for muscle, yes. and uh, Katana could have completely been cut out of the film. Well, Katana's not really a squad member. Is that was the one that really nah. confused me? She's never really been a squad member. Rick Flag hires her to be his bodyguard, essentially. Okay, um, that makes a little. But they shut her origin into like five seconds. They just cut, they're like, oh, Katana's coming with us, and then do a shot of her fighting some dudes in Japan saying, you killed my husband. And then later on, she's crying, looking at her sword, because her husband's trapped in the sword. Yeah, I was going to say, so they really just, like, one of the most yeah. interesting stories out of all the characters, yeah, yeah that happened. But yeah, let's back to Jeremy Joker. While I was watching it, I didn't like it. Right. Because I was like, someone needs to tell Jared Leto less is more. Oh, right. So and I still think that to an extent. Happened but I like the way, the route they're going with. So Joker's a bit more of a mobster. Okay. Um, And he is, I kind of like this, he is genuinely in love with Harley Quinn. Oh, so we're getting kind of like the early Mm. 2000s Joker then. He's like, he's like, I'm coming to get my love. I love Harley Quinn. She needs to be with me. He like obsesses on things. Mm. So he's like, I need Harley. I need Harley. What, like, now the tattoos, that was the big thing that everyone was like, oh my god. 
The forehead tattoo, still stupid. Oh, yeah. What he has on his hand, he has a Joker smile on his hand. Right. He, like, holds it above his face, but then will put it over someone else's. It's uh... like his form of the Joker gas. Yeah. I like that element. His laugh is creepy as fuck. <laughs> and I kind of like it. But yeah, I think he's got a lot of potential. This film didn't really go into it as much. Um, the question is, where do you put his potential yeah. to? Because, I mean, the obvious one is a Batman film, but that's just not yeah. going to work. The weak point of this film is it's very rushed. It's like, this happens, this happens, this happens, this happens, end of the film. Well, the first hour, the first half is like, introducing all the characters, blah, 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 blah. Oh, shit, we're in a fight, what's going on? <laughs> so it's a bit rushed. Um, the way they do the soundtrack, the soundtrack is brilliant. Lots of great songs, stuff for uh, Boring Blitz is in the film, Bohemian Rhapsody yeah. is in the film, uh, the You Don't Own Me song uh, by... What's her face is in the film. The one, all the ones that were in the trailers were in the, are in the film. Yeah. Plus stuff like House of the Rising Sun, uh, Imagine Ooh. Dragons, White Stripes, Eminem, loads of really good music. So yeah, I was gonna say that's a that's a not that's a single like time, project. not a single time when the film came up, like, a song came up, I was like, ew. Like there's a yeah, Ka- that... there's a Kanye West song, but it fits. In the film, it, it kind of feels like most of their budget didn't go unproductive. Went on to try and get the licenses for all these tracks. Yes. Yeah, cast and tracks. <laughs> yeah, like damn, <laughs> run out but, of money. Uh, the way it's, the soundtrack's used, it's like we'll shove this song in for like twelve seconds. It's like oh, okay, so they just so it was kind of like Guardians did that well. Let's try again, and it didn't quite work. But the soundtrack itself is really good. And I've been listening to it a lot. However, I will say, because on that note, because we are talking about trailers, tra- um, Star Trek Beyond, of course, one of the most iconic ones, <laughs> Beastie Boys sabotages it. Where does that come up? The way they use it is absolutely brilliant, because they've got, essentially, got like two iconic tracks, which is Sabotage, I can't remember what it is, Fight the Power. Oh yeah, Public Enemy, yeah. Public Enemy's Fight the Power. Oh, they use, awesome. those are the only two tracks that you can recognise that are not, like, you know, soundtrack. Yeah. Um, the way they use it is... Amazing. It's just that it works perfectly for what they're doing. Cool. But yeah, not the last weakness of Suicide Score for me was Enchantress. She is the villain. Oh. Um when she's Swamp Monster, she's awesome. But right. like there's a second villain that's like Enchantress's brother. Oh, for God's sake. And she gets her heart back and goes into this weird thing and she's like always doing this weird dance thing all the time. And it's, that was a bit of a thing, but I think they were trying to like I let them off um, because yeah. it was like Cara Delevingne in very little clothes for most of the film. So I, I, was like, oh, well, I don't really care. When it comes to the whole ma- like dance thing, I think that's now a thing since Scarlet Witch of the magic. Yeah, because Witch was like, oh, it's kind of like a very dancey thing, and they seem to be doing that with a lot of them. Yeah, but yeah, El Diablo is the surprise of this film. There, he is so good in this film. And I knew I knew nothing about El Diablo before this film, not a thing. But yeah, this film makes it cool. There's a few things that were in the trailer that seem to have been cut out, like oh. the whole thing where they're sat at the bar and she's like, "What do you want to drink?" There's a bar scene, but she doesn't deal out the drinks. Uh. And El Diablo's like, "I'll have water," and she's like, "That's a good idea." 
Um, they cut out the whole thing. You know, the the uh, image of the Joker with the grenade in his teeth and the burn on his face? Yeah. That wasn't in there. And the bit where Rick Flagg's going through all of the things, like, so he shoots people, he eats people, she's yeah. crazy, that wasn't there. So there's loads of stuff, because there is apparently, like, two really different cuts of this film. Oh, not again, like Batman v Superman. Yeah, but I doubt you're going to see the other cut. I don't know, we might see it in, like, right. a special version of it on, like, a Blu-ray special. Because I think what happened is they weren't happy with how David Ayer had edited it. So they got the person that did the trailers to edit the film. That's <laughs> why it's so fast-paced. Yeah. but You never know, you might, you might see two. Yeah, stylistically, this film is on point. It's just okay. fun. It's funny. Characters are interesting. Will, again, Will Smith. Scores on the doors? Seven. It's a good film. Yeah. It's not brilliant. Yeah. It's good. Uh, moving on. There is two other Batman things that came out that we need to talk about. Yeah. Telltale's Batman game. Fuck me, that was good. <laughs> I love... Like, I've only ever played... I've only played one other Telltale's game because there's only ever been one other property that I've been interested in playing and that was Wolf Among Us. And that was yes. brilliant. Uh, from what, what I hear, all of them have been good except Minecraft story mode. <laughs> I've heard that uh, Walking Dead's been hit and miss. I heard that the first season of Walking Dead was really good. The second one, yeah, it's been, it's it's yeah, it dropped <clears throat> quite rapidly. But this Batman one, I'm going to go through this one quickly because very interesting take. The combat's fun. It's, just, it's like reaction command combat, uh, but a few like strategy things. Um, but this is very focused on Bruce Wayne. I'm happy for that, because Telltale can do yeah. more with Bruce Wayne than they can with the Batman. Yeah, and I'm interested to see how that goes. I'm trying to bang Vicky Vale in it. Because it's trying to sort of set up if you want to go with Vicky Vale or you want to go with Catwoman. And I'm not a Vail. Catwoman fan, so I'm going Vale. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Harvey Dent, major character, pre-Two-Face. I wonder if we're going to see him transform. We're going to get the long Halloween as an episode? Possibly. Uh, Carmine Falcone is the main villain. That will pretty much set up Long Halloween yeah. then. But the interesting thing, the most interesting thing about this, and I'm not sure if it's been done before this, is that they're making Wayne, the Waynes as if they were gangsters in Gotham. This was, I actually, when you said this to me uh, a couple of days back, I actually went back to check. They have done it once. And that was the return of Bruce Wayne. The Return of Bruce Wayne um, had one moment which was the, essentially, the Wayne's Gotham, and it was they were very underhanded, and there was also a cult of the Bat being run by the Wayne family. Yeah. I think it was a cult. I'd have to double-check it, but I know that the Waynes were involved in underhanded <laughs> and the, tactics. They sort of suggested that the Waynes were involved with Court of the Owls as well, and Snyder's run. So they, yeah. Um, saying but not... Saying Thomas and Martha is further back. Um, but yeah, what, the one negative for me was Penguin. Um, they introduced Oz, who is a childhood friend of Batman, and is from Essex. And it's like, he's just copying Arkham. It's the only time he's been portrayed as British. <laughs> like, yeah. why are you doing it again? Uh, but yeah, really solid game. 8 out of 10. Nice. 8 out of 10. And the last one, 
killing joke. We'll go quickly through this. We'll go very quickly through this. I think your opinion upon it is one that not a lot of people share. Yeah. Second half, brilliant. It's just a killing joke. Mark Hamill's amazing. Kevin Conroy's amazing. First half, boring as fuck. They just add a load of Batgirl stuff. Yeah. It was not needed in this film. I'll be honest, I don't think this was. I don't think this animated was needed at all. No. Well, you needed to put something else in there, or else it would have been like 20 minutes long. Well, no, I mean, as <laughs> in, like, I don't think the kind of joke should have been done. No. What was the point? Of it's just to show... Yeah, it's just to showcase Mark Hamill's talent. <laughs> yeah. It's like, um, want an R rating? And the most Bye. stupid thing of all, Batgirl and Batman have sex. Yep, I'm already out. So stupid. It's like, oh, look, we're suggesting that she might have been raped. Oh, that's more revenge for Batman. It's like, that's really bad. Hang on, that just now really comes into it that when Barb started, and possibly when she was paralyzed, she was between 16 and 18. Mm. She's older in this. They've made her older. They have to make her older. It's like, it's, if that, like, it just seems like really bad representation. Yeah. It seems like really bad writing. Actually, she might be 14 when she started. Yeah. It's a really bad and if, they, and if they went with like a whole, like, oh yeah, they've been in a relationship for a long time, that's even creepier. Mm. It's like a really like off-the-wall moment as well. Like They've been fighting for the whole thing, and then they're just like, oh, she's just like, oh, just grabs hold of him and starts getting like, That should... That shouldn't happen. That should be with Grayson, because yeah. they're both around the same age. Yeah. Well, Grayson doesn't even appear in this, so you know. <laughs> oh, that's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, 6 out of 10, and that's only for the second half. Because the first half is so bad. Again, once again, uh, our fans come at me. I don't like this killing joke. I feel it's one of the worst Batman stories I've read in other ones. The joke, the portrayal of the Joker is one of the strongest portrayals of the Joker. Yeah, but the story itself is just pixel for me. But it's an incredibly problematic story. <clears throat> and I'm not, I'm not the one to be like a whole social justice warrior bullshit with this. It's really bad for it. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, for portrayal of women, Hush does a better job than Oh, yeah. Hush is so good, though. Yeah. I love Hush. Um, and we're just going to do a, a nice, fun little segment at the end, in honour of Suicide Squad. We're just going to have a quick chat about villains. The best villains. Yeah. The best villains. A few minutes. Minus villains. Batman villains, because, you know, they're always in these lists. We have to minus one other. The big man himself. Doom. Doc. <laughs> yeah. Doom is the best villain of all time. In yeah, we have, we have to knock him out because you can't beat Doom. You can't beat Doom. You can. He destroyed the universe. And became God. And became God. <laughs> and then killed Cyclops with the dark phoenix inside of him. <laughs> Doom has done so much crazy shit And then killed Thanos, who had an infinity gun. <laughs> and made Galactus better. No, he didn't. I thought he made Galactus no longer the, the um, destroyer. Yeah, that he was made the Ultimates. The... Did that. Oh, that was Captain oh, Marvel, yeah. Black Panther, Blue Marvel, America Chavez, and Monica Rambeau. No, I'm giving <laughs> it up to Doom. <laughs> yeah, give it we'll to give Doom. it to Doom because he deserves it. did it now. But yeah, um, so we use what just five Marvel, five DC off the top of the head. Uh, person, well, right now. Octavius always comes up. Yep, on my list. Marvel. Oh, it is 
other than Doom, is easily the best Marvel villain. To be honest, I can't. There's not many DC villains that can actually compete with those two. Luther. Luther is your closest bet. Luther. Um. Well, yeah, Wonder Woman's villains don't really. You're more reading for Wonder Woman than you are the villains. Yeah, you're reading how she deals with everything. Because, like, Cheetah's the only one, and I only say modern Cheetah's really good now. Yeah. See, my thing with Marvel villains is a bit more serious than DC villains. They really are. Like, the, the heroes are a little bit cheesier, but yeah. their villains are really, like, ingr- like Kingpin. Yeah, Kingpin's great villain. Kingpin's Especially great when he lost everything and he went to the hand. That was mm. an amazing one to see. And you've got, um, from Marvel, I'd say... Steel Serpent's very good. Iron Fist villain. <clears throat> Craven. Craven. Oh, yeah, Craven. Last Hunt is arguably the best Marvel story. Yeah. Um. Hmm. 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 See, DC's harder to think of. DC, for I mean, me, DC's easy, because I just rail off Flash villains. You just Flash villains. <laughs> Cam Cold. Sinestro's in there for me. Cam Cold. Grodd. Uh, I love the Do- I love Doom Patrol villains because of how ridiculous they are. Yeah. Montreal Malar, Brain, uh, Mr. Nobody, uh, the Beard Hunter, the gay assassin that only hunts people with beards. <laughs> I'm just, I'm not going there. Um, Gore the God Butcher, not even Michelle, for Marvel. So cool. Malekith. Uh, Ezra Cole from the current Doctor Strange run. Mm. I very much like how they made a brand new... Like, it's like, it's, essentially, it was Gore Mark II. Yeah. We made a really interesting character. Jason Aaron's good at that. <laughs> yeah, Jason Aaron makes great one-shot villains. Yeah, he's done... Well, he's kind of done that with um, his second arc through and uh, with Dario Arga, the Mind Soul, yeah. in Thor. Um, oh, Apocalypse! Apocalypse... Well, if you've got to say Apocalypse, we've got to give a shout-out to Magneto. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kind of trying to go for the ones that, like... Less obvious. The less... Yeah, because Magneto is one of those ones of you could argue... No, 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 I've got, got it, i got it, Sugar Man. <laughs> yes! <laughs> He's actually got a devastating story. <laughs> Sugar Man's actually really cool when he comes into it. They just don't use him much because it's Sugar Man. I'll tell you, who was always bad, and then one, t- the one time became really good. Go on. Arcade. In Marvel. Yeah. Always a joke. Always a joke. Until his moment. Arena. Yeah. <laughs> they gave no, no, him no, his... No. Let me just say this. If there's anyone out there who's not read Avengers Arena, get your ass in gear and read that book. It's like... It's not as good as Battle Royale. It's better than the Hunger Games. <laughs> Much better than the Hunger Games. If you can fight Jake on that one. Yeah. I will, I've already got, bat- I will I've got all the Batman. Anyone come over, anyone wants to fight me and tell me Hunger Games is good. Catching fire right. is okay. Hunger Games, no. Boring. I still think Boring. I'm going to have more people hating me. Boring. Yeah, I've got more people hating me. I said Batman's <laughs> bad. You're right. I don't know. Hunger Games is like... Serious business. Serious business. Like, Catching Fire, both the book and the film are alright. But that's because they actually did something with it. Hunger Games, yeah. yeah. But yeah, about Avengers Arena, man. X-23. The Runaways. 
Darkhawk. They made Darkhawk good. <laughs> that can happen. I know. <laughs> and there was even a cool oh, um, issue with Hank. Hank Penn. <laughs> on that note, yay or nay to Ultra? No. Yeah, I'm kind of in agreement. Boring. However, Boring. For, for cheese, Kang. Oh, I love Kang. I do love he's Kang. He's just such a cheesy guy, because every time he comes up, it's like, we know he's going to lose, and everything's going to go back yeah, to normal. Yeah. Everyone, oh my god, everything's changed. It's Kang, villain, hush your mouth. Ultron, no. Hanktron, yes. Hank, Hank Pym and Ultron have merged together at the minute. <laughs> Mate, Doombot. Doombot will Doombot. always be... <laughs> We got Doom, let's let's do some DC AI. shouts. We gotta do some DC shouts. Atrocitus. Nah, he's not that good. He's well, really no, no, I'll take that back. Dexter. Or Feast. No. Dexter. <laughs> Dexter for his origin is hilarious. <laughs> Didn't he let it get thrown off a bridge? <laughs> oh yeah, his his owner died. He tried to go back to Police kicked him out, and then someone tried to drown him, and a red ring came to him, and then he just like killed the person tried to drown <laughs> him off the Brooklyn Bridge. Mm. It's a cat. What the fuck oh. is going on? We haven't mentioned the best DC villain. Which one? Bizarro. I think it's because New Fifty Two Bizarro wasn't as good as Pre Fifty Two Bizarro. Oh, New Fifty Two Bizarro. Compared to. Compared, compared to, to pre- Bizarro. Compared to yeah. me and Bizarro. Yeah, which they just sort of like... They sort of just wreck on New 52 Bizarro and just introduce normal Bizarro. It's like, without it's really just... anything happening there. <laughs> it's like, oh, Superman's on Bizarro World. Now somehow Bizarro's on the normal continuity and everything's good. <laughs> uh, Deathstroke. Older Deathstroke. Well, Deathstroke now doesn't count because he's now been classified yeah. as a hero, yeah, but when Deathstroke was a hero. villain, where he was supposed to be... Yeah, Judas era. Judas contract era. Whenever it's anything to do with the Wilson kids... Mm. Deathstroke the Terminator. Yeah. That's when Deathstroke's yeah. the boss. Deathstroke's amazing when he's always like, my kid's involved. <laughs> well, here we go. Mm. Rise of Ghoul and the League of Assassins. Yeah. We try and keep we're, we're, tr- we're trying to keep the Batman villains up, but it's more the fact we just keep the Joker out. Yeah, it's more or less the Joker. But for me, I would never put him anywhere close to like a top five of DC villains because. Yeah, when you actually delve into it, he's a really just dull character. So badly done. It's for- Max Landis sums it up the best in uh, issue fourteen of Adventures of Superman. Anyone can write you. Anyone can play you. You're nothing. You're not important. Mm. <laughs> and that's how the Joker has become what he is, because anyone can write him. <laughs> but pre-52 Freeze apparently couldn't be written. Pre-52 Freeze, what happened there? And he is new would be on a list. He'd, he'd be on a yeah. list. It'd be Heart of Ice. Pre- right. Oh. Of, right. My favourite Batman stories... My favourite Batman story is Hush. Yes. Because it's just... It's everything you want from a Batman comic. It's got Joker, it's got Harley, it's got an interesting story, a villain, a fight with Superman, Poison Ivy's there, he goes through all the villains. (laughs) Yeah, it's everything you need. I love Mad Love. Mm. Because that's what... Like, classic Harley, I adore. And Joker's really good in that as well. 
um, Heart of Ice is number three. Two of my yeah. uh, episodes of episodes of uh, thing. Heart of Ice is so beautiful, and then they make him some pervy, in creepy stalker dude. Why? It never made sense. Yeah, it didn't make sense at all. Why would you do that? When Arnold Schwarzenegger can play a better Mr. Freeze <laughs> than the new 52, something has gone wrong. Batman, you need to chill. He had more of an interesting story than the, than the perv one. Yeah. He has his wife still. How can Arnie be better as Mr. Freeze in a comic scene. book? I love the scene where Arnie's playing normal Victor Freeze. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to do my experiment now. <laughs> Dude, we know you're ripped underneath all that. Shut up. <laughs> that film is so bad. But yet, that Mr. Freeze is still better than what we were given. Oh, that film has definitely got Uma Thurman's worst performance in it. Yeah. <laughs> She's so bad in that film. Who was playing Bane in that? Because I feel sorry for him. I'm gonna it looks out. like... Do you know what it looks like? Looks God. like a porn parody. Oh, Bane did for sure. And Poison Ivy does as well. The costumes uh, are so uh, bad. Oh yeah, yeah, that was it really looks, bad. It looks like a porn parody. But then again, you watch porn parodies, and they actually treat it with better respect than that film does. <laughs> <Yeah>, in places. <laughs> Except oh, like God. now, Batman's fucking Robin. Oh dear. <laughs> Oh, I, I, I just looked at the picture photos. The first one's Uma Thurman's is Poison Ivy. Oh, God. That was do, you know what I want? do you know what I just want to talk about briefly? Go for it. Why does everyone hate on Dark Knight Rises? It's because of the Dark Knight. Dark Knight Rises is such a good film. I, it's mainly, yeah, it's, it's mainly because in comparison to the Dark Knight, it was never as good, yeah. so it was always a drama. Loads of people, loads of people are, I hear loads of people recently badmouth it. Like, I heard someone the other day say Batman v Superman was a better film than Dark Knight Rises. I'd never say that. <sighs> I lost my... I pref- yeah, personally, I prefer Dark Knight Rises to Begins. Because um, I just love Tom Hardy. <laughs> I prefer Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson is good. But Liam Neeson turns off in Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> that is true. However, Scarecrow. Yeah. He appeared, turns off in Dark Knight Rises as well. Fuck's sake, <laughs> yeah. He's the one, and he's in all three. He's in all three. And also, yeah, the uh, the annoying kid in Batman. Be- all right, take the beginning section of Batman Begins. Oh yeah, Batman Begins. Chuck like, that into. When I say it's better than Batman Begins, it's like just better. <laughs> the ending of Batman Begins, I don't like. No, it is the most. It is the most consistent trilogy of all time. Yeah. Like, because there's always whenever you get a trilogy, even when they say the best trilogy, it's no, it's not the most consistent trilogy of all time. The Before Trilogy, the Richard Linklater Before Trilogy. Oh. That's a very different story. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, because like Godfather, one and two, brilliant. Three, eh. Star Wars, New Hope, brilliant. Empire Strikes Back, one of the greatest films ever made. Return of the Jedi, it's good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. X-Men. <laughs> X-Men, one, good. Two, eh. okay. three, three, <laughs> God, Wolverine, <laughs> first class. Oh, we're getting back on track. The Wolverine, 
Hey, this man, Days of Future Past. Yes, we've hit the point. We've hit the point. Apocalypse. Uh, uh. <laughs> American Pie is more consistent than the X-Men trilogy. Don't remind <laughs> me of that. No. American Pie 1, 2 and The Wedding are all right. That's like saying Scary Movie is more consistent. Nice. Because you know it's shit. So you're not going to get much more from there. I'm going to put my finger on a limb. American Pie 1, 2 and The Wedding are all better films than X-Men 1, 2 and 3. Yeah. X-Men 1, 2 and 3. If you watch them now... I don't so want to. They are... They have not aged well at all. The Spider-Man films aged really well. Yeah, they did. The X-Men films, no. The super, the four Superman films aged have aged better than X-Men. X-Men is so early two thousands. Lost in space and like and that yeah, Lost in space. Fast and Furious 1 has aged better <laughs> than X-Men. Oh, Christ, it And that's got well, that I... horrible, like, CGI going through the car. <laughs> yeah. I found... the uh, To end all this of where we started. <laughs> the actor who played Bane. I don't have to feel sorry for him. He's dead. Jeep Swenson. He died in the same year he appeared in Batman and Robin. Was he, is he a wrestler? He was a wrestler. Yeah. Because Hulk Hogan delivered at the eulogy at his funeral. I thought you were going to say Hulk Hogan turned down the role. <laughs> no. He was over 400 pounds when he died. He had a massive myocardial infarction. And while in hospital, the doctors admitted that they could not do anything for him until he'd lost at least 100 pounds. He died days later. So he had heart failure. Ice Age 1 to 3 are better than the X-Men movie. <laughs> No. Okay, Ice Age 1 and 2. <laughs> yeah, Ice Age 1 and 2. 3 is... 3 is... Well, 2 <laughs> pretty dog shit, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Ice Age, Age 1 not that great. <laughs> My point is, I don't like the X-Men movies. I like Days of Future Past, and that's about it. <laughs> I, I think that's... And I like the Japanese con- girl in The Wolverine. Yeah, we, we've cut, we've, we're not railing on so much now. Right. Yeah, this sort so- of changed topics. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this, because this was a good one. if you managed to get through all the news to get to this point, well done. <laughs> yeah, you, you got three if you got you plus got some the fun bit at the end. <laughs> yeah, so thank you very much for listening. I'm going to go and watch Wally. That's what I'm going to do. And uh, I'm going to go look up uh, Star Trek Times again. And we'll watch <laughs> it again. So, for both of us here, we will see you the next time we decide to do a show. Whenever I bloody well feel like it. <laughs> So, goodbye.